for today's practice, you'll want a blanket, a block, a bolster, and your eye pillow if you have one. Props are always helpful for practice. And for our first pose of this practice, we'll be using the blanket. So we're going to make a long blanket roll. So make a big rectangle out of your blanket and start from one of the short ends of the rectangle and roll that blanket so into a long blanket roll so it's long enough to support not only the spine but the back of the head as well. And we're going to lay that blanket in its rolled up fashion to be supportive of the spine and the back of the head. So right down the center line of the mat, gently lay the back body down onto that blanket roll. Be sure that it's long enough to be supportive. And once you land, press the soles of the feet into the floor. Lift your hips slightly, tuck your tailbone, and then bring the hips back down to the mat and extend the legs long. Be soft through the feet. And spread your arms wide like wings and you'll feel the shoulder blades hug that blanket roll. really creating some nice open space for the front body. And if you have your eye pillow, now would be a fine time to bring it in. And then remember this shape. Remember this shape for the end of our practice to finish it out, but we're beginning here. So close your eyes. I'm going to begin some breath work, some pranayama with kumbhaka breath, kumbhaka pranayama. And that means breath retention. And we're not going to hold our breath like the name might imply. But we are going to recognize the pause in between the inhale and the exhale. So as you start to lengthen the breath in and lengthen the breath out, you'll notice that you come into this space where you're not so anxious to get the breath in and you're not so anxious to get the breath out. So there's this pause in between and it gets longer and longer. It's still a mindful breath, but we recognize the fullness of the inhale. We appreciate and we can take the time to experience that breath in. 
and the exhale happens and we're not so anxious to take a quick breath in. We can pause there with that emptiness, recognizing it, feeling it, experiencing it. Kumbhaka pranayama is used to sharpen our awareness. Every time we breathe, there's a a space. There's a space in between. And with this practice of breath work, we're appreciating that space. We're recognizing that space. We're creating that space. So breathe in and breathe out. So while the title of our practice for today is restorative for weight loss, what we might think is, oh, well, in order to lose weight, we have to have a vigorous exercise routine. Not necessarily what what can sometimes happen to cause us to gain weight or hold weight is stress. When we're stressed, the fight or flight response is triggered and that in turn triggers a shift in our hormone levels, in the hormone levels that are designed to draw upon our energy sources. And when we draw energy, that can cause appetite to increase, to replenish that energy. So what happens is we might eat when we're really not hungry. We understand that sometimes when we're stressed, we, we go for the comfort of food. So with this practice, we're aiming to reduce stress and rebalance those hormone levels. And in this practice always, mindfulness is key. And mindfulness helps us take control of our choices. We make better choices when we're not under stress. Breathe. A long breath in. And a long breath out. Savoring that space in between. feel relief 
and a release when you slow the pace of breath down. You can feel the mindfulness of drawing a breath in and releasing the breath away. The wonderful thing about breath work is that we don't have to be lying on our mat to practice breath work. Pranayama is with us always. And we tune into it anywhere. Being mindful of the moment. come back to this kind of breathing, this technique, this mindful breath in and out as we move through this practice. So carefully and slowly roll on to one side. We're just going to shift and adjust that blanket roll. So as you use the support of your hands and your arms to gently lift the upper body, we're just going to turn that blanket roll from the, the center line of the mat, and we're going to turn that to the width of the mat. And we're going to align that with the shoulders. And then return the back body down to the mat and let the shoulder blades land on that blanket roll. So you'll feel an elevation of the heart center and we'll feel more of that later on in the practice. But with this blanket roll, we have a slight elevation. Let the back of the head be long so the chin is drawn slightly toward the chest. You can leave the soles of the feet to the floor. You can extend the legs back out long. We won't be holding this part of this three-part series with the blanket roll quite as long as the first. We'll come back to that long breath in and out.
once again, we're gonna to roll to one side and use the support of your hands and your arms to gently lift the upper body. And we're just gonna slide that blanket roll toward the hips. So when we lay the back body back down, it's right through the midsection of the back, just below the shoulder blades. and then lay the back body back down. You should be able to flatten the shoulder blades. So you might need to adjust that blanket roll. If you can't flatten the shoulder blades, it needs to come down a little bit more toward the hips. Long back of the head. Go back to the long breath in and long breath out. And then one final time, carefully roll to one side. Slide that blanket roll very close to the hips. So we want this in the low back. And then return. Return the back body down to the floor. The shoulder blades are flat. The back of the head is long. And we've created then this, with the blanket roll, this significant arch in the spine. Breathing in and breathing out. Long, slow breaths.
then slowly and carefully rolling to one side. Use the support of the hands and the arms to gently bring the body up to seated. We're going to come into child's pose, but we're going to bring that bolster in. So you can set the blanket roll aside for the time. And then bring that bolster in. Bring the shins down to the mat. Let the big toes touch. And then widen the knees so we can slide that bolster in close and lay the front body over the bolster. Coming into this supported child's pose, bolstered child's pose, just laying over a pillow. Let the bolster be supportive of the weight of the body. And come back to the breath in and the breath out. creating length and space. And recognize with the front body against the bolster, we feel expansion through the back body. You feel the shoulder blades widen as you take that nice long breath in. And with each exhale, we sink into a different version, a different variation child's pose it's a slight very slight difference but every breath in the practice offers us an opportunity for change for something different to experience change whether it's a continual softening Sometimes a continual energizing, depending on the pose.
carefully, slowly bring the hands to a place of support under the shoulders. Gently press into the palms and lengthen long through the arms, moving the body away from the bolster. Set the bolster aside for the time being. Shift off of your heels and come to seated. We're gonna move into Sukhasana and this is easy pose or pose of ease. And this could be a simple cross-legged position. It could be a sage position, which is one foot in front of the other, rather than crossed at ankles. Let's bring that blanket roll in to be supportive of the hips here. So an elevation of the hips. Elevating the hips is always protection for the knees. It also helps to bring the forward tilt into the pelvis, and that's protection for the low back. We don't want to create stress with these shapes that we bring our bodies into. So we'll just bring that little blanket roll up underneath the hips and you can feel how the pelvis will tilt forward with that. Coming into this simple cross-legged or one foot in front of the other position. Let your hands rest on your legs. You can let them rest in your lap. You can bring them out onto the, onto the knees, maybe palms open. Maybe bring the thumb and the middle finger of each hand together. This offers the peace mudra, inviting peace into our bodies. Breath in and breath out. Again, going for length and space, creating the inhale and creating the exhale, but recognizing those moments in between. Close your eyes. And draw upon this connection through the length of the spine that you have with earth and sky. And recognize that this is your place. This is your place in our universe. And this is your connection to energy beneath and above. And the breath and this breath work that we practice can move energy. We can invite in what we need and we can let go of what we don't. You don't have to make a list. You don't have to be specific about what needs to go and what needs to come. If you simply offer the breath in as an invitation, inviting in from the universe what will renew you, what will restore you, what will refill you 
what will fill you, what will fuel you. Open up that invitation. In the exhale, we simply let go. Your bodies are well aware of what is not serving you. Offer the exhale as a means of exit. Organizing stress and letting it go. And as you continue to breathe in this way, feeling very connected to beneath and above, simply switch sides. So if the left foot is on top, put the left foot underneath. If the left foot is in front, put the left foot behind. But continue the breath work. Continue the invitation. Continue filling up and emptying out. gotten to the point where you're actually astounded by how long that space can be between breath in and breath out. We're not creating a, a panicky situation where there's no breath moving in or out. It just is. It's this space.
carefully remove that blanket roll from under the hips and set it aside. And let's find the bolster and bring it back in. And this will be supportive of the upper body. We're going to bring that bolster behind you and let that run the length of the center line of the mat. So a nice long bolster to be supportive of the front body as well as the head. We're gonna bring the right hip very close to that near edge of the bolster. And we'll let the knees lay over to the right. The legs can stay stacked, slightly stacked, or even unstacked. And we're gonna turn and face the bolster. So there's a twist here. Let the hands flank either side of that bolster and lay the front body down on that bolster. Lay your right cheek on the bolster. Let the forearms just land. So there's this slight twist, soften the belly. And again, here the legs can be slightly stacked, completely stacked, or you can separate the legs and slide that left leg off and toward the back. Anytime we bring our bodies into a twist position, that is an opportunity to let go. It's a rinse. So as you come back to that breath pattern that you've created of length and space, offer the exhale. Slide those hands back under the shoulders for movement so we can switch sides, press in, lengthen away, lifting away from that bolster. 
bring the front body back around and just turn to bring the left hip close to the bolster. Let the knees fall over to the left and again the leg position and you can adjust that once the front body is down on the bolster. Just turn toward that bolster behind you. Let the hands flank the bolster. Lower the front body, turn the left cheek to the bolster, let the forearms land, and then make adjustments to the legs. They can stay stacked, semi-stacked, or you can slide that right leg completely off of the left and toward the back. This is a soft, inviting, restorative shape. Let the bolster be supportive of your body. Let the breath soothe and calm. Let that exhale ease your stress. Bringing the hands supportive. Slowly move away from the bolster. We're gonna take that bolster and turn that bolster the width of the mat. This is gonna be supportive of the shoulders. So we're gonna come into fish pose. So we'll turn away from the bolster and then lay the back body down the shoulders land on the bolster. So here's where adjustments can be made. I like the head draping back over the bolster. So there's a slight inversion. The throat is open. The back of the head kind of floats down toward the floor. You may not appreciate that much of an inversion. So you can slide more up onto that bolster if you choose. But the shoulders are supported. The back of the head, whether it's 
draped down the bolster or slightly on the bolster. The arms can move wide like wings. The backs of your hands might float. They may touch the floor depending on the length of your arms. And we'll just extend the legs long down the center line of the bolster. We're not gonna glue them together. So we'll remain soft, but they'll be close together. And this is fish pose. In fish pose, we find this really beautiful opening of the front body. The heart is the highest physical element of our being. This is a great welcoming of warmer weather when we can open the front body. So at the beginning of the season, it might feel very tight across the chest, much more so than if we were doing fish pose in August, let's say. In the colder months, we tend to kind of round through the spine to keep warm. We wrap up, think about wrapping up in a ball. So the chest muscles tighten up so when we open up into fish pose, we're welcoming the warm weather, we're welcoming the sun. Invite that in. Let the breath be long. And for a moment, be the fish. Calm and quiet. surrounded by the sea.
carefully roll to one side, use the support of your hands and your arms to gently lift the body so we can slide that bolster out within reach, but off the mat so we can lay the back body down. The shoulder blades are flat, the back of the head is long. With the soles of the feet to the floor, we're gonna press in and lift the hips and then slide that bolster around and underneath your hips, coming into this inversion of bridge. So the low back is floating as the hips are supported by the bolster, the shoulder blades are flat, the soles of the feet to the floor, and we're upside down. We ease our heart here. Let's just extend the legs long and let your heels rest on the floor at the top of the mat. Let your arms move wide like wings. Let the belly fall toward the spine. So perhaps here, perhaps you'll slide the soles of the feet back to the floor and then send your toes on up to the sky. Simulating legs up the wall. The position of the bolster is key to making the lift effortless. The knees are soft and the feet are soft as they float on up. Sometimes changing the arm position, bringing the, the hands a little closer toward the hips, maybe rotating the palms to the floor. Sometimes that helps with the lift. But once you're able to soften that, just open the palms back up to the sky. And if you're happier with feet on the floor, legs extended long, that's fine too. always want to land where we will be best served.
breathe. they're not there already, gently return the feet to the floor. And we've arrived, we've arrived at our final shape, our Shavasana, where you will be at peace. Now, maybe you'll choose to come back to where we were at the beginning of this practice with the spine being supported by that blanket roll Perhaps you'll slide that bolster out from under the hips and move that toward the knees, being supportive of the knees. Maybe both. Maybe you'll bring that blanket roll back in and slide the bolster underneath the knees. Maybe child's pose is where you'll be happiest today. Find your way to a restful place, a peaceful space comfortable pose. Close your eyes. Let go of the breath and rest.
awareness. Slowly begin to make your return to reconnect the length of the spine between earth and sky coming to seated, drawing upon the energy beneath and the energy above. And when you arrive, the palms together rise to rest at the heart, spilling into your hands kindness and forgiveness, gratitude and love with an intention to share those things. Breathe in new life. And with soft eyes open, may the peace that passes all understanding be with you today and always. I love you. Namaste.